This podcast is produced by Unedited. Before we jump into this week's episode, I just want to let you know about my free ebook, Daily Positive, which you can download right now. I've written this book because I'm dedicated to help you make 2019 your best year ever. Daily Positive is filled with my own personal experiences battling with depression and heavy anxiety and some of the practices that help me get rid of those thoughts and feelings. It's written to help you build and maintain a more positive mindset for yourself to make this the best year you can have. In it, you can expect to learn the importance of self-awareness, how adding just 1% value to your days can really benefit in the long run, how to rediscover your inner self, why happiness only comes from within, and it's also packed with some practical exercises that you can do for yourself. So to get your copy, simply head to thedreamersdisease.co.uk forward slash ebook and download it for free right now. That's thedreamersdisease.co.uk forward slash ebook. Hello dreamers and welcome back to the In Focus Session Takeovers with myself Alex Manzi and John Dashfield. And this is where we dive a little bit deeper into one topic at a time and try to build a greater understanding of what they mean, what's behind it, how can we overcome it, whatever it may be. So if you haven't listened to part one, two and three, I suggest you go and do so after you've listened to this episode, obviously. Part one was about time, part two is about overthinking, part three was about purpose. But on part four, our final part, we're gonna be talking about trust. But before we do, John, do you mind introducing yourself and telling people a bit about who you are and what you do? Sure. So I've got a coaching business. So I predominantly work with business owners, entrepreneurs, people who own their own companies and people who work in tends to be small businesses. And for the last few years, what I've been doing is sharing a particular understanding with people that really helps them be the best version of themselves far more of the time. So that's different to what I used to do if I go back even further when I used to help people out a lot with perhaps what you might call tools, strategies and techniques, which is I don't do that anymore because Mm. I think I've seen a bit deeper and my understanding of how life really works is deeper. So I think we've all got within us exactly everything that we need. And we just need to know that. Which is? Well, it's how to live our lives and and the ideas to live our lives and the direction that we take things is really something that comes from within and not something that we have to look for outside of ourselves. Yeah. So with then, I guess, trusting specifically and this idea of trusting that everything's going to work out, trusting that everything will be fine trusting that you know greatness is coming for you which you know it's stuff I talk about a lot myself to be honest and looking you know at your bookshelf just over there there's a lot of books that kind of talk about similar things so there's like you know don't know if you've got it there but there's like The Secret and books like The Alchemist Celestine Prophecy which we were talking about earlier and you know many many I'm not going to list them all but many others so how can we then break down this idea of trusting that everything's going to work out you know can we should we sit comfortably in that and think "Mm, actually everything's going to work out just fine i don't have to worry or stress or work as as hard as i need to or whatever it may be so i'll give you the short answer on that yes (laughs) (laughs) oh we'll wrap that one up nice and easy (laughs) yeah well i suppose the thought that came to me just as you were speaking was really something i mentioned i think in the previous recording where when you're a little kid if someone said to you are you going to trust that everything's going to work out what would you say i mean on one level it would be a ridiculous concept Mm. and secondly you know you you'd be like yeah see 
and it's almost like, well, see, there's a particular understanding that I've been sharing for the last seven years or so. And when I came across it, it, it was really like the light bulb going on. Yeah. Because for me, I'd always, probably from 30 years ago, I understood at some level that thinking is involved in, in, in everything that we do. The yeah. mind is involved in everything that we do. And I, and I kind of share a story because when I was, it's a long time ago now, but when I was, uh, I, I quite difficult teenage years. And when I was 17, I had uh, a road accident where I ended up in hospital for three months. So it wasn't life-threatening, but it wasn't great either. And I'd been lying there in traction because I had a broken leg for weeks and weeks and then all of a sudden completely out of the blue I had what I came to know although I didn't know it at the time was a massive panic attack so mm. I, I, I hadn't been churning stuff over in my mind to my kind of conscious knowledge I was just lying there and suddenly it felt like there was a big heavy person standing on my chest and yeah. I couldn't breathe you know I was like right. <laughs> and you know and they hooked me up to all these machines because they thought you know maybe there is something you know, physically wrong with him, but then they couldn't find anything. And then they concluded, well, it's a panic attack. Well, I didn't really understand what that was. But what happened was it began to happen on a fairly regular basis, you know, and, and, and it used to frighten the life out of me. It really did. And then I came out of hospital after a few months and, you know, kind of started getting my life back together in a sort of normal sense. And and, and, and the, the, every now and then I'd get what I'd, I'd feel it, you know, I'd feel this like heavy sort of thing going on with my chest and uh, like panic thing and, and 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 i remember you know i i i bought a car and sometimes i'll be traveling somewhere and i'd completely out of the blue i'd start getting one of these panic attacks and i'd and i'd stop the car and i'd go home yeah. you know I'd, I'd, i i i couldn't carry on and then i remember i got a thought in the end i didn't have any help from anyone telling me this but i got a thought that hang on a minute this is your thinking here and it was just like an insight, you know, it came out of the blue. It's just a realisation. This is your thinking. And what happened was that if one of these attacks started coming on, I realised that it's just my thinking almost getting the better of me. Yeah. And actually, that understanding was where I could just take a deep breath and within two or three minutes, you know, the adrenaline had started to dissipate and, and I was like, oh, no, it's fine, it's fine. So my, my own mind sent me, sent me an insight about what was going on and that insight led to me eventually having no more panic attacks yeah i mean so they might have lasted i don't know i can't even remember let's say a couple of years and then you know i haven't had one for as long as i can remember kind of thing okay so so to me see what if we go down to the most fundamental level of how human beings work or any creature really there's a life force mm. okay there's a there's a there's an animating force an intelligence behind life that is present in us so how do you know that's true well there's something that makes your heart beat yeah right there's 30 plus i don't know who's ever counted but i mean I, I i've read there are something like 35 million trillion rather cells in your body now if you imagine that your body is like a cell, a community of cells yeah. all working in unison. Well, there's an intelligence that's making that work. If you cut your hand, there's an intelligence that heals it, right? Yeah. 
So we're, we're not consciously thinking about any of that, are we? We're not thinking, no, no. you know, I mean, you don't just go happens. through life thinking, oh, I need to breathe, you know, <laughs> you know, but it just goes on, right? You don't yeah, have yeah. to think about it. And if you started thinking about your breathing, not only would it take a, an awful lot of your own mental bandwidth up, you'd probably start messing it up as well. Yeah. Right. So if this intelligence is there, well, this intelligence is available to all of us all of the time as thought. Yeah. Right. So there's this intelligence that is behind life and to me once we have an appreciation that that intelligence you know of all the trillions of processes that are going on in your body moment by moment by moment thinking is just another one of those processes yeah so why would you need to think okay i can let all these trillions of processes take care of themselves completely and they're going to run fine they don't need my intervention but thinking that that needs me to take control of this Hmm. i need to control my thinking it's kind of ludicrous in a way so what what, what? if if just to 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 take it back to a a couple of episodes back if we let go of that control of thinking do we not then find ourselves overthinking no to me it's the idea of control that leads to overthinking okay Yeah, yeah it's the complete opposite you see now if i if i work with clients who overthink and, and that's most of them <laughs> but then then you know myself included you know yeah. we're all none of us are you know are immune well it's the idea that i need to control my life that is the the cause of the problem yeah okay yeah. so you say to yourself because well, then you start going how can i control it yeah well what, it, any attempt to control it is yeah. not going to work yeah, yeah you know it's very it's very it's not i mean we think we can but but you you can't control your your thinking you're going to get the thinking that you get and now the very idea of of control is really in my mind going back to the subject that we're talking about is a lack of trust Mm. so why 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 is the life force you know the force that is creating nature why can we not surrender to that yeah but is it how then using that thinking not the word but using that um idea as it were or that knowledge that you know just to trust and let happen what happens right how can you then trust that you're going to be able to you know afford the house that you might want or need or afford to keep your family fed or yourself fed or you know whatever you know all of these kind of external things that create this this pressure of then not trusting the the life force how can you almost relieve those feelings and and just know and trust that this life force is going to help us because i feel like that's and you know for me i'm not so much battling with that as, as some people are but you know from a person who might be listening who does have that perspective of like okay i completely understand what you're saying that you know there's this life force that keeps us going that we should just trust in but I need to pay my bills. I need to finish this you know, yeah, whatever, exam it, or whatever it is. And it and it's a really good question, Alex, and it's one that comes up a lot. And I guess, you know, my response to that is, well, one is you want to kind of look at, okay, what's true? Okay, so there's this intelligence behind, you know, call it the life force or nature or whatever you want to call it, okay? Okay, let's say, for example, we decide not to trust let's say we're not going to trust that that intelligence is almost going to guide us so what's the alternative see so the alternative 
is that people think they need to take conscious control or intellectual control of where their life's going. So then you think, well, the question I would have for people who are doing that is, well, how's that working out for you then? Yeah. <laughs> you know, because I, I, in, in my life, when I lived in that way, I found it very stressful. Yeah. And the reason it's very stressful is because if you think you have to take responsibility for all these things in your life, you know, and, and this control, that takes an enormous amount of energy and it creates an enormous amount of thinking and it's really very draining. So you can move through your life in that way, but it, but it's, it, you know, you ask anyone, and I know from personal experience about that, and, and it's, oh, God, that's so tiring. That's so tiring, mm. you know. You know, how I look at that now, all these years later, is to say, well, is my personal own intellect going to give me better thinking than the life force? Yeah. And that doesn't make sense to me, like, now, these days, because it's a lot, for me, it's a lot, you know, going back, going back to trust, well, it's just allowing us, you know, it's, allow, it's allowing yourself to be present in the moment to what, to what you're doing with your life and allowing thinking that's going to send, you know, that's going to give you a good direction to show up in your life. I mean, a story that's kind of come to mind, I suppose, is that before I had this coaching business, which I really feel is like just what I want to do. It's not even like work to me, you know, yeah. like, like it just feels like, you know, there are many things that I like doing, but it just doesn't feel like it's a job I'm doing for money. It's something that I'm, I just really enjoy. Now, I had a career, a, a different, completely different career where I had my own business and it was a successful business. So I was, you know, it was doing, doing well for me in terms of, you know, finances and the way it was set up. And then somebody started to tell me to go in a different direction. Mm. And yet I fought that. I fought that in myself for quite a while. And what I was trying to do was to reinvent what I was already doing back then before this, just to see if I could make it work for me. And I tried several different things and it didn't really work in the sense of my intellectual mind was trying to rationalize it. And yet my kind of inner being, my true self, if you like, was 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 kind of tapping me on the shoulder going, John, you need to go this way. John, you need to go this way. And I was fighting that. Mm. And it got to the point when I thought, I'm just going to have to let almost like surrender to this, mm. you know, like trust. Trust, yeah. Yeah. Say. <laughs> yeah. So, and what was really interesting to me was that as soon as I did that, stuff started showing up in my life where mm. it was really helpful to the new direction that I was trying to take. And so I felt like a great big weight had lift, been lifted off my shoulders because I wasn't trying to fight my own thinking anymore. Now, it wasn't an overnight transition by any means, you know, but like disentangling myself from the other business, you know, actually in, in, in time in kind of in my external life actually took about three years. Mm, wow. Yeah. Because, you know, it wasn't because I had a business, I was serving people, um, you know, I, had a resp I felt like I had a responsibility to them. I had two very young kids at the time, but kind of feeding into everything we've been talking about, you know, I had a sense of this is the direction I need to go in. And so I was just trusting that. And eventually what happened was that someone approached me and wanted to merge their business with the one I had previously. So I said, well, look, I, don't, I don't want to merge it, but what you can do is buy me out if you like when I'm ready. And they were quite keen. So that's what happened sort of longer term. They bought me out and then two or three people, you know, people showed up in my life that 
were very helpful to me in this new direction. And so kind of trusting in something that was bigger than myself just felt a whole lot more natural and easy to me Mm. than trying to fight against what was coming up in in myself. Yeah, so I guess fighting against the feelings of wanting more, doing more, doing different. Yeah, but rather than them being sort of intellectual ideas, you know, that was a feeling that was coming up in me that was deeper than that. It was a deeper feeling, you know. It was it was a feeling of of almost like, look, you need to go in this direction. Yeah. And it's allowing that to happen in your life, you know, where where you're following, you know, you're following in in a way, let's say it's like following your intuition. Yeah. How would you know when to follow your intuition? How how can you recognise that? Because I think it comes, for me, it, for me personally, I can't speak for other people, but for me personally, it has a knowing, like a knowingness to it, you know, like a deeper feeling to it. You know, it's almost like, I mean, sometimes I talk about this to clients in that way. You know, some people like to climb mountains, you know, some people like to race cars, some mm. people like to go you know fishing like i do you know well i don't intellectualize that yeah you know i don't i don't go why do i want to go fishing why do i want i just want to do it and Mm. it's like well why don't you give up to the stuff that you know is coming coming through you like that and then to speak to your point earlier you know people are saying well i've got put food on the table and i've you know i've got a mortgage to pay Mm. well yeah yeah there's a practical side to life which you have to attend to you need to attend to you you know you, you, well fine but that that like i did you know like like my transition from my previous career to this one wasn't an overnight transition yeah you know it wasn't like it could happen in 5 minutes it took planning to accomplish hmm. you know now i'm not saying it couldn't have happened sooner than that but then <clears throat> to combat episode 1 part 1 when we were talking about time you're then talking about an essence of planning ahead to transition between the old business to this new business so how where's that fine i know we're kind of going a little bit off topic it it ties into trust but where's that fine balance of trusting that you're going to get there versus the planning and the doing yes exactly yeah okay so here's an analogy and you can tell me if this works or not right but let's say you want to go on let's say you say right i want to go on holiday Mm. okay so you just have the question in your mind, where do I want to go on holiday? You know, and you, you, you maybe have a look around on the internet or you don't overthink it. You just sit with the question, if you like, or you just have the question, I want to go on holiday. Yeah. And then you go, in your mind, you go, right, yeah, I really want to go. I really want to go to the Italian Riviera, you know. Yeah. Well, to me, that decision is not an intellectual decision. It's a decision that comes to you by whatever way it comes to you, you know, you might look at different options, but ultimately it's a feeling, isn't it? It's a mm. feeling where now to me, you know, the way you would, might choose a career is, well, what am I drawn towards? Yeah. Or like a hobby, what am I drawn towards? You know, and that's a very individual thing that's unique to each and every one of yeah, us. Yeah, of course. But there's always a planning. So let's say I'm, so the two weeks I've chosen to have off is, you know, the first two weeks in August and I want to go to the Italian Riviera. 
that's where the planning comes in. Yeah. Because if you want to be there in those two weeks, you need to work. you've got to book the flights, mm. you've got to book the apartment, you've got to book the taxi, you've got to get from the airport to your apartment, you maybe want to book. So to me, that's logistics. But where, do, where does then the trust element come in, in terms of, you can't just trust that the flights are going to get booked. And well, no, no, but, but that's logistics, right? Yeah. That's that that's that that's logistics out in the real world, if mm. you want to call it the real world. But the feeling of where you want to go is, is a feeling. Now, overthinking it would be, oh, wow, man, what if I've made the wrong choice? What if it isn't really the Italian Riviera? What if it's no good? What, 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 if, it, what if I really should have gone to the French Riviera? You know, what if, you know, to me, that's overthinking it. Yeah. When really, why wouldn't you just, if you get that feeling of, I want to go in this direction, just letting yourself go in that di- direction. Because ultimately, to me, the planning and the logistical side of it comes after the decision of the direction that you want to go in. Yeah. Like, and to pull that back into that, story I told about my business the feeling was coming up in me John you want to go in a different direction you want to this is what you know this is a direction you want to go in to actually accomplish that took a lot of planning and logistics yeah in the sense that I had to sell my old business I had to find someone to sell it to you know I had to kind of work out how to transition between one from the other you know there was a lot of sort of practical stuff to get done but what was behind that and, and kind of driving all of that was the feeling of, I want to go in that direction. And that wasn't an intellectual yeah. decision. Or something drawing you to it. Yeah, like something drawing me to it, yeah. yeah. And I think you made a really good point mm. earlier where you said there's a certain element of submitting to doing the things that you enjoy. You use like fishing and mountain yeah. climbing and yeah. racing as, as examples. Yeah. And I know, again, speaking from a very personal point of view, I know the more I've kind of learned to submit to those feelings of doing the things that I like to do and not asking why or questioning you know this that and the other but instead just doing them I've found that quality of living that better you know or becoming that better version of myself in terms of enjoying that experience more because you can allow yourself to be more in that moment and just trusting that they're the things that I enjoy and not going and asking all the questions around it, you know? Yeah, well, the, the interesting thing to me is that the majority of people that I work with as clients are all people who are really doing things that have come to them and they really want to pursue those things. Yeah. You know? And I know a lot of people who, in a way, share the understanding that I share, and people are just drawn to that. You know, for example, I mean, what happened with me was that I saw, you know, I came across this understanding of the mind seven years ago in a way by accident and I just knew it was an absolute inner knowing in me right this is the this is what this is what I really want to be sharing with people because it Mm. really helps people now in a way I'd already learned from my previous business to pay attention to those feelings yeah whereas so the previous transition took me three years yeah this transition took me about a month Mm. literally it was happened really quick because I didn't fight I didn't fight the decision if you like now i was in a better position because it was i could keep the same business and and start teaching something different it wasn't a completely different business but you, you know so that trust is what are you trusting you're trusting what comes up in yourself and makes sense yeah. and makes sense yeah yeah and and then you're not overthinking it yeah okay because you're getting scared yeah because you know? overthinking comes from fear yeah, yeah you know yeah. it's the fear of making a wrong decision but 
See, that even that fear in itself, Alex, is is well you can only make a wrong decision if there's a right one. Yeah. If you think there's a right and a wrong, you're gonna spend a lot of time thinking about what's right and wrong. Well, I mean that in itself is a is a trap. Yeah. Yeah. I mean yeah, there's a lot and like I said, it's it's all stuff that I'm kind of experiencing more of as as time goes on, I suppose. But have you got a final word on trust or trusting trusting the process, I guess? Well, you know, I suppose the question is, can you, you know, is it safe? Is it safe to surrender, <laughs> you know, to these yeah. deeper feelings that come up w- w- within us when our mind gets quieter? And and the answer is yes, you know, follow the feeling. And to, you know, to add to that, it, it doesn't mean that there isn't stuff that needs to be taken care of in the world. You know, it doesn't mean shirk your responsibilities to your family. It doesn't yeah. mean, you know... So, so we all have that in our lives, you know, and, and unless we're living in the middle of nowhere on our own with no family, but yeah. I mean, most of us have got stuff, you know, that we that that we have a, a, a sense of responsibility towards. But it doesn't mean to say you can't follow your feeling, you know, while appropriately taking care of the things that need taken care of in your life. Yeah, great, amazing. Well, hopefully that's cleared up a few questions you might have had if you're listening about trust and trust in the process. John, can you let the listener know where they can find you or your work or keep up to date with what you do yeah sure well the easiest way to find me is my website dashfield.com you know i write the occasional blog for that these days but if people want to get in touch they're very welcome very welcome to send me questions very easy to find me on phone or email via the website so always happy to help in any way that i can yeah great and guys as ever you can connect with me online on twitter on instagram at i am alex manzi and if you do have any questions for myself or John, you can get in contact with either of us. That was part four of four of our In Focus takeover on trust. Do go and check out the first three parts, which are on time, overthinking and purpose, breaking those down individually with loads more kind of insights and wisdom from John. Thank you as ever for listening. Hope you enjoyed this part and the previous parts if you listened to all of them. But do make sure you go out there and chase your dreams. This podcast is produced by Unedited.